Tuesday, September 21st, Daily Dingers is back. I'm Steve Armato. I'm back with Jack Perotti. Uh, last night, last night's uh, bets actually went pretty well. We hit the Cardinals, Freddie Peralta over, and then um, Blue Jays got robbed. Blue Jays got robbed. Game. Blue Jays got rocked. The D backs that was ill advised. But uh, we're back today. Um, it is, like I said, Tuesday, September 21st. Jack, um, let's start here. What do you think of this NL Cy Young race? Honestly, I think if you asked me a couple weeks ago, it was more wide open. But right now, it's Max Scherzer's to lose. And I don't think he's going to. His stats since joining the Dodgers are like just ridiculous, let alone his stats on the year. But since joining the Dodgers, listen to these. So we started nine games. The Dodgers have won all nine of those games. He's 7-0 in those games. In 58 innings pitch, he has a .78 ERA with 79 strikeouts. And he's only given up 31 hits. That's so, absolutely ridiculous. People are hitting 150 off of him since joining the Dodgers. Wow. So, yeah, that's ridiculous. Um, as a whole, even since joining the Dodgers, those numbers are ridiculous. But as a whole, his numbers, he has a 0.81 whip on the season. That's crazy. That's unheard that, of. That means less than one runner per inning is getting on base against him. On average. So like, like, so like somebody's like, it's not even like, so like somebody's like arm is getting on first base. It's not even like a full person. Like it's, it's, it's ridiculous. Yeah, like you are lucky to get a runner on base against him. That's insane. Now, and he's right. in his what age thirty three or something season? No, he's thirty seven. Thirty seven? What? The, that's insane that he's doing this at that age. He's thirty seven. It's it's ridiculous. He's also I mean, an absolute psychopath, which I love. Oh, he's crazy. I love it. I mean, like his eyes and everything. He's terrifying. He's, he's a psycho. Didn't like Dave Roberts like try to pat him on the ass like on game day, and Max Scherzer told him like never to touch him again. Yeah, something like that. Like, 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 dude, that's like, a very normal thing in baseball. Well, apparently they said the tough, the toughest adjustment when he got traded was the team's toughest adjustment when he got traded was to figure out how to talk to him on days that he pitched because <laughs> they didn't know if they should talk to him or if they shouldn't because he's just a lunatic. Yeah. Oh, he's he's absolutely nuts. But he's like a competitor and a half. So that's what you want. Yeah. Oh, I mean, he's great. To have, you want that guy on your team any day of the week. Now let's talk about the other two candidates, which I really think there's only one other candidate here. I think it, this is Scherzer's to lose. I don't see how he loses it, but I mean, Corbin Burns has struck out 221 in 158 innings and he has a 0.94 whip on the season as well. Yeah. I mean, the only thing he's got over, over Scherzer is that strikeout rate, right? Yeah. But still, I mean, I, I don't even, he doesn't it, pitch as many innings as him either. Yeah, it's not to discredit anything Corbin Burns has done. I just think it's the fact that Scherzer's been – he's had a year that we haven't seen in a long time pitching-wise. Like, this is crazy what he's doing. Agreed. He's not giving up anything. He's – Like, I still think if DeGrom played a full season, it would be tough to say that DeGrom would have better numbers than Scherzer right now. It would be. He would have to do – he would have to be, like – he would have to be, like, inhumane to – uh have these numbers. I mean, he, he was, he was, he was ridiculous. So I don't know. We'll see there. Walker Bueller is probably out of it. Although Walker Bueller having a good season, 
0.96 whip, 194 strikeouts and 192 innings. He's 14 and 4, 239 ERA. He's not he's not going to win it. But also, let's talk about the Dodgers staff for a second. I know we've been talking about I know we've been talking about the uh the Brewers staff for a while, rightfully so. But you got Scherzer with his numbers. You got Bueller with his numbers. Julio Urias is 18 and 3 with a 299 ERA. Nobody's talking about that. Not one person has talked about him all year. Not one person's talking about that. Um, and then you still have Kershaw's coming back. Right? He, I mean, he made yeah, he made his debut of like a week or so ago, I want to say. His first start right. back. It wasn't bad. Right. So you got those, you got that four-headed monster for the postseason. That's terrifying. Yeah. So I mean, their bullpen has a little room to be desired. Like Blake Trinan is awesome. Kenley Jansen's been hittable. Yeah, I mean, the, the thing is too, like they have guys like uh, like Gratterall who throws, yeah, like, he's who throws like 102 like from his ear. Yeah, and Joe Kelly. I, Joe, like, but you know, I mean, look, I feel like the Dodgers are in one of those modes where every i mean especially me said like the 60 game world series doesn't count i think they're in the mode of like all right we're gonna get one for the full season and shut everybody up yeah i mean obviously that's that's what they want to do right but it's it's going to be hard to dethrone the giants off of that off the nl west top just because they're both winning at a crazy rate right now right but i feel like the Dodgers are better set up to go play a one game playoff and still have the pitching oh, for that LDS. So much better. Yes. 100%. If so, any team is going to go in a one game playoff and be totally fine in that, in the DS after it's the Dodgers. Right. I mean, there's their staff is just too deep. Their starting staff is just too deep. So it's, it's ridiculous how deep it is. And then even if you throw Scherzer in that game, the thing is, even if you throw Scherzer in that game, he's back for game three of the LDS against your third starter. Exactly. So, you know, it's it's such a tough situation. It like they're set up. They're they're set up. It doesn't really matter. If they're set up for the wild card or if they and the, I don't think they're they'll catch the Giants for the division, but I think they're set up fine. It just sucks that they're gonna win like hundred five games and have to play a team that they're thirty games better than. Yeah, I mean that's like disrespectful at that point, honestly. Like it should they they shouldn't make it like the NBA where it's just like conferences, you know, like it would be like the leagues where you have your top five and that's who makes it. Right. Right. Like, I, I think that would be stupid because I like the divisional races and everything, but it kind of like, it sucks for a team like the Dodgers where you're like, damn, we're the second best team in all of baseball and we need to play in this wild card game. Right. And then they have to play. Then basically what I don't like about it is then, that now in this situation, the two best teams are playing in the LDS as opposed to the LCS. Exactly. Yeah. That that's what kind of sucks about it. Right. I don't like that at all. They need to fix something with that. I don't think they should expand to eight teams or seven teams, whatever it is. I think that's ridiculous. Yeah. And, and I don't I don't think that they should get rid of the the divisional importance because I, I no. love them personally. No, that's I do too. Unique about baseball. I totally agree. So I mean we'll see there. All right. So we're in agreement. Scherz is probably the NL Cy Young winner here it's there's no yeah there's not no ifs ands or buts about it all right be his third obvious third side of i know i know he's hall of famer for sure def, right definitely hall yeah i mean you kidding me i'm definitely hall of famer all right let's move on bets for today um so two and two last night no home run props that's fine um two and two is fine that's a, all that's, right that's your even i think so, we get the nerfy too so there you go we're up a little bit so Let's start today. Best bet, Tuesday, September 21st. Full slate is back. What do you got? What are you starting with? 
Yeah, we're going to go with White Sox Tigers over nine and a half runs for the entire game. Wowza. Oh, yeah. We got Dallas Keuchel against Tyler Alexander. What a terrible pitching matchup that is. That is D- Dallas Keuchel. I didn't realize how bad he was. Yeah, Keuchel's been really, really bad. I mean, yeah. the numbers the Tigers have against him, too, are absolutely crazy. You got Scopes hitting 389 with a couple homers and double. Heimer Candelari's in 364. Nico Goodrum, 333. Eric Haas is in 600. Then the the White Sox obviously just mash off of Tyler Alexander. Every single person in their lineup except for one guy hits over three hundred. Yeah. So okay, I like that. That's that's probably then, you know. Yeah, and the Tigers bullpen is horrific too. So you know, once they pull Alexander, put him in there, boom, whatever, it's gonna be fine. All right, over nine and a half. Over nine and a half. There we go. All right, I'm sticking in the AL Central here. Indians first five team total over two and a half. That's at minus one fifteen. We've talked about Daniel Lynch on this podcast a couple times. He stinks. Every time he pitches, I feel like he gives up a couple runs in the first couple innings. Um, he has a five three four ERA on the season, and in September he's only made it ten and two thirds innings. And I say made it because he's been getting shelled. So in those ten and two thirds innings, he's given up fourteen hits and eleven earned runs. Not awesome. Jesus. Um, so I'll gladly take my chances with Jose Ramirez and Framiel Reyes being able to do some damage against mediocre pitching. Indians first five, team total over two and a half. Let's ride. That seems awfully low for a team that's been, that has like some good bats against a pitcher that's just awful lately. Yeah, and like Framiel Reyes has been hot lately too. He's got eight home runs in over his last thirty games. Um, so I I don't know. Like I I just I like the spot and I. I think this guy needs to be faded, this guy Lynch, because he's not very good. And Cal Quantrill is going for the for the Indians. I didn't realize this guy's got a two nine six ERA. He's been really good this year. That's very so, subtle. Yeah, very subtle. So I mean, if you want to go Indians full game, the the thing is they're like they're like minus one fifty, I think, or whatever. I'm just gonna stick to the team total so I don't have to worry about bad bullpens and everything else. Yeah. So um underdogs now. Um the underdogs, I feel like as the season's gone on, the dog the underdogs have gotten like bigger mm-hmm. like it's been like juicier odds as you go because teams just just aren't very good um yeah. so what, what are you looking at today yeah you kind of have to pick your spots this one's a little tough just because i'm fading the best team in the al but i'm going with the blue jays uh listen for some reason alec manoa has really really good stats against the, the rays in his career his short career that is but I mean, G Man Choi is 0 for 6. Austin Meadows 1 for 7. Joey Wendell 2 for 7. Kiermaier is 0 for 7. Brandon Lau is 0 for 5. Brett Phillips 1 for 5. These guys, the guys that I've seen the most, don't hit them for some weird reason. And they strike out at a crazy high rate of like over 50% for every single guy that I mentioned, except for one who's at Tyler Walls at 40. Like Manoa dominates this team. So I'm going Blue Jays plus 100 as my underdog. I think at the first five, they were minus 120. So if you want to take it there, but since this is technically the underdog segment, I'm going to go with them full game plus 100. All right. I don't hate that at all. Um, the Rays are closing in on this division, though. Um, I don't know. I still – so I saw – I don't know if you saw this. Shout out to uh, our friend at the game day, Matt Dyer. But if you take away – the games versus the Orioles, the AL East is only separated that. by a couple games. Yeah, I saw that. It's like super close. Yeah. Um, so maybe the Rays are a little bit fraudulent. That's what I was thinking. I I don't want to say it, but 
I've been saying it for a few months. Nobody's ever, they've made me look bad by saying it. But then when I see stats like that, they've just beat up on the Orioles and played. They've played well against everybody else, but they haven't dominated. 20% of their wins have been against the Orioles. They've dominated the Orioles and then they've been about the same as everyone else. So I don't know, man. I don't know if that bodes well for the postseason. I don't. Yeah, I'm not sure. I feel like they beat up on all the bad teams and then they crush the bad teams. But. In the post, like, you saw like when they when they played the Red Sox recently, I think they got swept, didn't they? They got swept or they lost the series. Yeah, something like that. But yeah, I don't know, man. So I, I do like this tonight. And Manoa's Manoa's a beast. I don't know if they're He's people cool. aren't people aren't talking about him for rookie of the year, are they? No, they're not. He hasn't really I don't think he's pitched enough. No one's talking about Ryan Mountcastle either. He's quietly been awesome for the Orioles. He has. He hits a lot of home runs. Yeah, he. Met, I think that's really all he does, though, because he strikes out a shit ton too. Yeah, he. But he, he plays for the Orioles, so that's a problem there. That's yeah, probably why much. nobody's talking about him because they're <laughs> they're the worst team in baseball. Right. They're they've won like forty two games. Dude, yeah. What is their record right now? Their record right now is. Let's look. This is insane to me. How god awful, <laughs> dude. They're forty eight and one hundred two. Their win percentage is three twenty. That's really really bad. Wow. Oh my god. Their their win percentage is a good batting average. That's really bad. So, yeah, I mean like, them and holy the, shit. Them and the D-backs um same record. Wow, yeah, I just realized that. Who's going to get the first pick? There's a race we can we That's can a race we could talk about. We could we could look at that. Not that first picks matter like 5 years down the road, but like wow. But hey, it's it's not like the NBA or NFL, but hey, it's the first pick. First pick, race for the first pick. It's those two teams, and then like the Rangers have ninety five losses. They're gonna win. They're gonna lose a hundred games easily too. Um, I I think both the both the Orioles and Diamondbacks will probably lose hundred ten plus. Yeah, well, there's let's see, there's twelve. There's like twelve left. If you're according to like their win percentage, that's probably gonna happen then. One ten each. That's bad. That's fifty two and one fifty two and one ten is is horrible. Do you think if you combine the players from the Orioles and the Diamondbacks that you could make a team that's like makes the playoffs? Because I don't think so. No, you could make a team that you're basically the Marlins. I'm trying. I'm trying to think. Like I feel like actually you're worse than the Marlins because the Marlins have better pitching than both of those teams. Oh, easily. So you're not even the Marlins. You're like you have John Means and Luke Weaver. Like those so you're probably your you're the Texas Rangers then. Yeah, if you combine those two teams. You're or still going to lose every last place teams players, like their best players. You uh, could you have a playoff team? You might have a shot. Let's see. Let's look at it right now. I mean, let's look at it right now. This is good. This is good tangent on the uh, for this pod here. Yeah, so you got Baltimore, Baltimore, Minnesota, Texas, Nationals, Pirates. D-backs. I don't know. With the Nationals, it helps because you have you get one Soto. Yeah, but where do you get where do you get where do you get this pitching from? You get Strasburg from the Nationals. I know he's hurt, but you can still get him. Okay. You can get Rogers from the Marlins. Hey, but Marlins, they're not they're not in last place. Oh yeah, shit. Never mind. Um, so you get the pitching. You got you get Maeda. From from Minnesota, yeah, you get him. So your rotation is is basically, if 
Strasburg is healthy. Strasburg, Maeda, John Williams. Lester. <laughs> no, Lester's on the Lester's on the Cardinals. Oh, I keep forgetting that. Jesus Christ. So here's what you got. You got Strasburg, right? Maeda. Yeah. Okay. Means. Weaver. What? And who, Mitch Keller. Oh, that's ugly. I don't think that team makes the playoffs. I don't think so. I don't think that team makes the playoffs. The hitting, the hitting, you could actually find some good, some good players. You could find some decent players to hit. Like, like you have I a output of like Soto, Buxton, and yeah, that would that'd be all right. You get Soto, you get Buxton, um, you get like Mancini, yeah. Cedric Mullins. Yeah, Mancini. There, there's a couple actually, like Cedric Mullins. Yeah. You Mount got a Castle. few guys, you know. You got you got some bats, but you have you have a mediocre rotation, and you have no bullpen because none of those teams have bullpen. bullpen. Baseball, so. That is the worst. <laughs> that's probably the worst bullpen in baseball. <laughs> Your lineup actually wouldn't be bad though, because then you, you got even like Adolis Garcia. Yeah, yeah. But you you can't pitch with anyone. That's tough. So you're basically yeah. like. Even the worst like teams the in baseball early, combined would. You're basically go. like the the if you combine all the last place teams in baseball, you're like the 2000s Texas Rangers, where they could score like eight runs a game, but they give up like 15. Yeah, I mean it's basically like the Angels the last five years. Yeah, there you go. You're the Angels. Wow, that's <laughs> that's what, all the last place teams would not make a playoff team. That's crazy. You'd think it would because it's six major league teams. I know but they're just there's... that bad. They're just oh, Kettle Marte would be there too. By the way, Carson right, so Kelly. I don't think Carson Kelly starts on that team. Who's the catcher? Mitch Garver. Oh, that's 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 true. Oh no, no Stallings from Pittsburgh is the catcher. Oh yeah, he probably starts. He starts. I don't. <laughs> I don't know. This might be something I have to. I might make a post for this for game day. That'd be kind of fun. You're gonna have to make a post for this because this is this is an insane conversation. I did like, it a while ago, but it was different teams. So now that it's like bona fide, these are the worst teams. I know. I made a I made like a smart ass comment about like no Mets being on it, and people were coming at me like they're not in last place. I'm like, shut I, up, the Mets stink. Like I, I remember that. <laughs> yeah. All right. Wait, we gotta get to my underdog. That was a good tangent, by the way. All that was right. a great tangent. Underdog, my underdog today, Rockies first five plus one. At minus 110. So plus one. DraftKings is the only one that does this for first five. So there is a possibility of a push. But uh, here we go. Cores. Rockies are one of the best teams in baseball in cores. Um, 281 home batting average at home on the season with an 828 OPS. They face Julio Urias. They hit 25 points higher against lefties as a whole for the season. Um, so I'm always afraid to take like full game against Dodgers. And I'm also afraid the first five money line in general because of course field. Um, but giving me, giving me a run for the Rockies in the first five against a left-handed pitcher. Like I'm going to take that pretty much every time it's minus minus one ten. So Rockies first five plus one minus one ten. All right. I'm about it. The Rockies actually, since we just put a post up actually since August 11th have been the sixth best team in the NL. Better than the Reds, Phillies, Mets, Padres. Yeah. The Mets the are way, terrible, but that's that's not saying much. But I mean, I saw an insane stat about the Mets the other day. When they were four and a half games up, which was like before that whole before that whole stretch. Yeah. Before that whole stretch when they were four and a half games up. If they would have just played 
500 baseball since that point, they'd still have like a three and a half game lead. Oh my god, isn't that insane? That's, that's how bad ridiculous. That's how bad they've been. They have to have been one of the worst teams in baseball since that stretch. Yeah, easily. If There's not no the like easily. There's no way. They're like four. They're like four or five, four or five games under right now. That's really bad. Where are they? Where are they at? They're yeah. They're four games under. They're seventy three and seventy seven. They stink. They stink oh. out loud. They are bad. They're real bad. And people are like that under is, easy money. Yeah, you clinched that already. Yeah. You should have bet your rent payment on that. That's how, like. I bet $100 on it because you were so confident that they were not going to be good. <laughs> there you go. I, t- I, mean, I, I mean, I wasn't wrong there. The thing about the preseason no. predictions, the thing about the preseason predictions is that, yeah, you're going to probably be wrong a lot, but we've been right a lot too. So. Yeah. I mean, the Marlins one we got screwed because they traded their they best traded player. They everybody at the deadline. Yeah. But that was looking good until then. Right. And then, I mean, preseason, I, mean, I don't know why I picked – I do know why I picked Otani for MVP. But You know, uh, preseason two, I picked Charlie Montoyo to be the manager of the year for Toronto. That's not out of the question. That is not out of the question at all. It was It was like a month or two ago. But now, like, now they're coming back down the stretch. I, I hope they make the playoffs. I actually such a fun I hope it's Blue, I hope it's Blue Jays and Red Sox because I just want so- – Slugfest. I want a slugfest and like but that but also it's gonna be sale ray. Wow. So it's like you have two awesome lineups against two aces. See, that's that's the situation. That's good baseball. That's the situation where that wild card game, neither of those teams are set up well for a series. No, no. You're telling me, I mean. Barrio starting a game one, I like, but then like, what Eovaldi starting a game one for the Red Sox? Right, that's not good. And then you got Tanner Huck, Mizzou. The Blue, the Blue Jays, the Blue Jays are better set up than the Red Sox because just because you, of their because yeah. you could go Barrios, then you could go Barrios, and then you could go Manoa. Yeah, and then and then if you use back, back from that IL, then you go him. True, and then you could go right, and then you could bring back Ray. Yeah, you could if you if you wanted to rush him, you could do it on like on like game three if you need three or four days rest whatever four days rest so all right all right that brings us to our daily dinger what do we have today i'm gonna go with mr muscles in st louis tyler o'neill that guy dude have you seen just how how ridiculously ripped he is yeah that guy hasn't eaten a carb since like 2004 (laughs) since 2004 exactly (laughs) Actually, I remember a couple summers ago when I was I was entering for this radio station. I was covering the Cardinals, and like we would like interview him. And he's like his dad was a bodybuilder growing up in Canada. This dude is like he's just ridiculous. He's just this this big old buff Canadian, super nice dude that just happens to rip homers. He's he's sick, but yeah. plus four hundred today to hit a home run um, against Brandon Woodruff too. But it's weird. He's three for nine with three homers in his career. I don't know what it is, but against Woodruff, he loves to hit. So let's go. Well, all you gotta do is give me Big Maple. Give me Big Maple. Is that his nickname? I don't know. I'm just calling him that. <laughs> okay. Like somebody was named. Somebody did have that nickname. I don't know who it was. To be honest with you, I think oh. it was uh, that pitcher. No, it was a pitcher. Was it? Yeah. it what was it? Hap? Was it Axford? It was a lefty pitcher. I think it was John Axford. 
No, I thought it was a lefty that used to pitch for the Mariners. I thought it was Hap. James Paxton. James Paxton. James Paxton. That's the guy. Yeah, that's yeah. The guy. What happened to him? Is he in the major leagues? Let me see. I don't know. Didn't he go to the Yankees and like disappear? Um, he's in, he's in the Mariners system. In the system. Yeah, I think he's bet down the minors now or something. It says he's is a Canadian professional baseball player for the Mariners. All right, that's weird. Uh, he had season-ending surgery in April. Ah, there you go. All right, all right. So I'm going with. Uh, let's go. My my daily dinger here. Nick Castellanos plus three hundred. Um, so he comes into this six for seventeen against Pirate starter Mitch Keller with a double and two homers. Also in September, he's hitting 296 with an OPS of 910. And he's at home where the ball absolutely flies. So I'll take this plus 300 easy today. I'm about that. I'm about at, it. Look at that Bears mug that you're rocking there. Dude, that's, I have like, told you, I have like three or four of these same mugs. I know. I have the, I have your favorite one here, actually. Yeah, the KU one. The Kansas one. That's your favorite mug. Ugly. That's an mm. ugly freaking, ugh. I mean, so they have a great logo. Located. They do have a great logo, but, you know, whatever. Anyway, uh, Nerfy, what do you got today? Mets, Red Sox. I don't have to explain the Mets part because they stink and they can't hit anything at all. Eduardo Rodriguez, Eduardo Rodriguez is pretty good. And then Marcus Stroman has pretty good numbers in his career against the Red Sox. He faced him a lot when he was with the Blue Jays. Give me that. Even all money, right. too. Even money. Money's not, even money is nice. I th- like, even money for that is is big Dude. time. Mets nerfies have been hitting at a crazy rate for me this year. It's like it's insane. Well, Mets nerfies and Mets unders hit at a nut as at a nutso rate. Yeah, like it's just so they don't hit. It's awesome. I love it. Yeah, you got to fade that every single time, if, as much as I can. Right. So, uh, all right, before we get out of here, is there anything else that you're that you're looking at? Um, you know, not not much. I I'm looking forward to this Giants Padres series. I'm gonna see how that one goes. I have no idea how much fight the Padres got left in them, but this is a big series for the Giants. I mean, obviously he's a fan and the Dodgers go to, they're going to Colorado. Playing in Colorado's tough. It is. You know how good they are at home. I know that it, this could be the spot where they like make a little separation. I, I, I don't know. Cause the Giants are, I don't know how much fire the Padres have after getting swept last weekend. So we're going to see tonight just how much they have. Yeah, this is like this is do or die for them. They need they need I think if they don't if I think tonight is the night. If they don't win tonight, it's toast. Yeah. I mean, let me see who's pitching tonight, actually. I'm curious. I think it's Musgrove. I think it's Musgrove for them. Maybe Musgrove Gosman. It's Gosman for sure. And then Padres is TBD. So oh, if it is right. Musgrove, Musgrove so Gosman the, will be awesome. The books have the books have Musgrove. But you got to be careful on the, what the books say. Sometimes they they put the wrong starting pitcher in when it, when there's a TBD. So you got to be careful of that. Accidentally. Accidentally. Oh, he was yeah. supposed to start. Yeah. Like. Yeah. All, right. All right. Don't forget to go to thegameday.com and check out everything that our affiliates have to offer. Don't forget to subscribe to Daily Dingers on Apple, Spotify, and wherever else you get your podcasts. Those are your picks for Tuesday, September 21st. For Jack Perotti, I'm Steve Armato, and we will see you tomorrow.